Welcome in. It's Saturday, and it's time to talk to Stephanie about medical astrology. Woohoo! You guys are loving this. I've gotten some great feedback. Thank you for that. One little quick piece of housekeeping before we roll to Stephanie, and that is that the horary class that I've been talking about during the week with Robert Glasscock is now posted. It's $100 for five-week, five-consecutive-week sessions that are two hours each from noon until 2 on Saturdays. It's on their online platform from Kepler College. It's kind of like being on Zoom. Robert shares his screen, and then there's group discussion. But this is more active than passive. In other words, you could get a benefit from this if you just bought the course and got the five weeks of recordings, but it's really great to be live, and then you can interact with Robert. So if you're interested in that, I'm going to put the link in the show notes along with the YouTube video that's already out there of Robert teaching horary astrology. This is the fascinating study where you can ask the chart a question, and you will be amazed at the answers. Robert Glasscock is one of the premier teachers of astrology, but you do need more than just an introductory level knowledge in order to benefit from this. Otherwise, it would sound like Greek. So just be sure, if you can understand and follow the YouTube video, then you'd be good to go for the class. If the YouTube video is too much, you get into it, you just turn it off and say, I just don't understand what's going on, that's fine. That's fine because... Your podcast host, hopefully next weekend, will have a big announcement about a 101 course, and we'll get you there, all right? Now, there is one other thing that I'd like to mention, and that is that we are doing on our Facebook group, we're going to do a big group, what I'm just calling harmonic convergence. In other words, getting together to stand for healing of our planet, combining our energies, and doing an event together on a weekly basis. If you'd like to be a part of that, come join us on Facebook, and the Facebook group is combined with my other podcast. It's the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast Listeners on Facebook. Just jump over there, and you'll see all the stuff. Okay, that's going to kick off tomorrow, by the way, with a live video tomorrow evening. Okay, now, whew, got the announcements out. we got a lot going on around here. Now, let's do what we came here to do and bring back Stephanie. Stephanie, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you, Thomas. So happy to be back with you. Well, we've had really good reviews from last week, and I'm so glad that we're rolling this on. And speaking of cleaning up a little something from last week, we were talking about the distinction between the sun and the moon as it relates to medical astrology. And you have something special on that. Yes, and I also want to uh, loop in the ascendant as well. So uh, Judith Hill, who's an excellent uh, medical astrologer, lot of experience. Uh, she has some excellent books. I was diving deeper and I wanted to just give the listeners a little bit about what she says all three things mean in medical astrology so they have a full picture. So the ascendant shows the kind of conductivity or resistance the physical body offers and it actually represents the physical body. The moon translates and distributes the light of the sun and then the natal sun itself indicates the quality and quantity of power or um, voltage of the vital force, which I mentioned last week. And then the way that uh, the vital force is distributed is governed by the moon. And so what sign the moon is in will foretell what part of the body is particularly sensitive to different changes and how we successfully adapt to change and responsiveness to everyday things. 
Wow, that is awesome. What a great definition. It's like an energy regulator or or intersection <laughs> conductor, traffic conductor, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's, it just helps kind of piece everything together and gives a nice visual of how all three of them play out. Well, it's perfect that we're starting with the moon, and we just decided that we would begin when zodiacal order and go around. So we started last Saturday with Aries, if any of you missed that. So that means that the next one is Taurus. Yes. So Taurus, which is the sign of the uh, exaltation sign of the moon, she's happiest there. These individuals will have a vital force that distributes itself in a calm, grounded, patient, practical, and steadfast manner. But they may require some stimulation to prevent stagnation. Uh, They are a fixed sign, so they really love uh, routines. And fast movement or quick change can deplete their vitality, which is very different from Aries that we spoke about last week. And as a Venus uh, ruled sign, these people are very sensual. So they love any kind of comfort food, melodic music, a lot of physical affection and touch. And they're people who really notice their environment. So if they're in a very beautiful or uh, healing space, that really can play into how they're feeling physically and connecting to their body more so than any other sign. And in medical astrology, Taurus areas of uh, focus are ear, mouth, throat, neck, cervical spine, and thyroid. These individuals are really prone to mucus buildup in the ear and mouth regions. So paying close attention to the diet, a lot of times excess dairy can play into that. So really watching dairy intake. And since these people are so Venusian, they really crave those comfort foods. And a lot of times they can have secret food habits that can contribute to some issues. So that's something to keep in mind and following the rule of eating to satiety and not overeating can be very helpful for them to stave off excess pounds as well. And some other things I wanted to mention uh, that are helpful for self-care, being in nature daily and if possible in a garden, especially if they can be involved in the gardening process. And uh, wellness therapies that really appeal to the senses. So anything like massage with essential oil treatments, body wraps, baths with essential oils, that will really appeal to their tactile nature and affinity for pampering. Also, since they do rule uh, the throat and the larynx and vocal cords, any kind of singing is really helpful and healing for them. Sound baths, whether online or in person, are a wonderful uh, medium for them to relax and inspire deep, uh, you know, deep calming sensations. Also, uh, other things that lift them up emotionally and spiritually include things like building projects, cooking, drawing, and designing. I also just want to point out that their sign is a very toxin-retentive sign. So herbs and bitters that support the liver and keep things moving through the digestive tract are really important. They also can build muscle and bone very easily. They're a very sturdy sign. So eating a lot of protein and then keeping sugars low is very critical to support their metabolic health. And then also since uh, they can sometimes get into a routine and, and they will stay in it because of their fixed nature, which is excellent for consistency, but sometimes they can get stuck on an old routine that may not be as helpful for them. And, you know, once they've gone through it for a while and they need to kind of change things up. So just incrementally changing their habits will help them since big changes are going to throw them off. 
And then last, the flower essences that can help them are chestnut bud, which helps them break free from a familiar but unhelpful routine, like I just mentioned, and then iris, which encourages their creativity and their sensual inspiration. That is excellent. Thank you for a thorough walk through the moon related to Taurus. Where I got stuck on that whole thing was when you mentioned Taurians. Now, we're talking about the moon. I get that. But the Taurians are sensual, which that's true. But my, whenever I think of Taurus, I think of my ski buddy in Aspen, Hemet. <laughs> and Hemet, for over 30 years, has been a student and teacher of kundalini yoga and practicer daily. Man, his discipline has been amazing. But if you know anything about kundalini, you know that they don't, for men, they don't cut their hair. <laughs> I don't think of him as sensual. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Well, actually, yoga is a very uh, Taurian form of exercise. It connects them to their body. It allows them to work with their breath and explore, you know, their environment with their physical body. It, it's actually an excellent form for them to do uh, of physical activity daily. So I love that he's doing that. And definitely that Taurian discipline adds in there. That's great. Well, and you mentioned the head, the spine, the thyroid. I mean, that you're just describing kundalini yoga right there because it's focused very much on the third eye. It's all about yeah. moving the spine, energy moving up the, up and down the spine. And the thyroid, of course, is a tremendous beneficiary of that. And by the way, let me throw a plug in for a couple of things related. Since we're talking about him, we might as well plug some of his stuff. So if you go to funastrology.com and you look at the freebies, the kundalini yoga routine that is commonly used for many practitioners in the morning is in there free. It's a PDF download, and I've put a couple of other things on there, including a wonderful, natural, all-natural chai tea recipe. I'm drinking some right now, and that chai tea recipe is in there along with a Spotify playlist of kundalini music. So it's kind of a whole package to really get you into Kundalini if you'd like to start doing it. So just go there. It's in the freebies. You can just download it right away. Now, the other thing that him and I produced together is a video series. It's a course on brain trauma. So if you've ever had anything related to the brain, Stephanie, you probably know this, being in medicine, there is really no treatment for dementia uh, Alzheimer's, memory loss, concussions. Medicine doesn't have a pill and they don't have a surgery to fix you. Right. That's absolutely correct. Yes. There is not a whole lot that's still known. A lot of these Alzheimer drugs that they keep coming out with are very experimental and uh, not exactly have the best uh, odds for improving that condition. Well, the traditions of yoga do have specific routines. And here's the cool part that a guy who was a physician who also practices kundalini did some MRI testing on this and actually got it into a peer-reviewed study and wrote a white paper on it, that you do this particular exercise and it shows instantly MRI results of changing the memory structures of the brain. I don't know all the particulars of how they measure it, but they were saying that it has instant results. So it really is some cool stuff. And the website for that is concussionyoga.com. 
and there's a two for one in there. If you get the um, concussion vi- uh, course, then you get a sleep course for free. So it's kind of cool. Help you sleep better and help your memory better from Kundalini Yoga. Sorry, that was a little bit of an aside, but I thought the points there paralleled really well. I really love that you two have done a concussion yoga program and how that really helps the memory, improve the memory in people because I think what a lot of people don't realize on why that's so helpful and what the MRIs probably showed is it helps increase the neural networks in the brain, which are like highways of information, and it improves the mind-to-body connection. So that will not only improve your body awareness, but also, like you mentioned, memory. So that's excellent. And comfort food was another one because I know I just think of him because he's such a prototypical Torian. And like you say, he's into yoga. He lives in the mountains. He hikes all the time, and in the winter he skis. But he also loves his soda. He loves soda pop. That's his comfort food. There you go. Yes, yes. They like their routine and their comfort food. And I mean, that's something that we all can, you know, have something that we go to to treat ourselves. But I think it's it's in moderation. And since Torians are so good with discipline, if they can apply that to their eating habits, that will help them a lot and, and just save off extra pounds and body fat and whatnot. All right. Well, thank you so much for this. This is excellent as always. And next week we will talk about. We're going to go to Gemini next. And so fun that we were talking about that on the weekend of the Taurus moon. (laughs) How did we time that out, Stephanie? Hmm, I don't know. All right. You guys have a great Sunday, rest of your Saturday, and I'll see you back on Monday. We'll kick off the week.